0: AI is eating the web as we speak. And what that means for business leaders is this. The time to embrace AI technology is now. Because for people like us, automation helps us do more with less while continuing to meet and exceed business expectations. It's basically magic. If you haven't tried HubSpot's new AI features, you should do that. Content Assistant and ChatSpot are two brand new tools that will immediately save you and your team time. HubSpot's features run on ChatGPT's tech to help you make compelling content and manage your CRM way faster than before. We're talking ad copy, data analytics, workflow automations, all with a chat command. So work smarter, not harder, and head to hubspot.com slash artificial intelligence to learn more about using AI to streamline your marketing, sales, and customer service ops. Hi, everyone. Welcome to CEO School. I'm your host, Sanira Madani, and today we are talking all things live events and conferences. We're gonna hear from Lucy Miller, who is the founder and CEO of TN Women Connect and Alabama Women Connect. What she does is throw the most amazing conferences and with a super strong background in real estate and marketing, Lucy excels in cultivating authentic relationships among like-minded business women and that is why she started the Tennessee Women Connect. And she facilitates virtual and in-person events that foster genuine connections and collaboration specifically for women and specifically in these states. And I'm so excited for this conversation because we met because I'll be keynoting live uh, at TN uh, Women Connect this fall. And so Lucy and I thought it'd be a great idea to kind of talk a little bit about her journey, building live events, her why she believes this is super important, Uh, because when I was on the call with her, um, like last month discussing the details about the conference, I was like, Lucy, you throw so many events. I feel shit scared to throw live events. And she was honestly coaching me through that. And I was like, we've got to have you on the show. Anyone who has a community anywhere needs to bring people together because post pandemic, let's face it, this is super important. We're craving not just connections. Like o- online, we want offline, in real life, real life relationships and connections. And so that is what today's episode is all going to be about. And Lucy, I'm super excited to welcome you to CEO School. Thank you for having me. So excited, super, super pumped. So before um, we kind of dive into all the tacticals of you know running live events and all the things, I'd love for the women to get to know your background a little bit and
1: why you know how this journey started and why you started. Uh, TN Women Connect. Um, yeah. Well, I'm coming to you from Nashville, Tennessee. So that is a destination place that so many people are wanting to visit, but I actually grew up here. So I'm a local girl. Um, and really my journey started because I was looking for a place for me to find genuine connections for business purposes. And there's a lot of groups out there. So I just want to be the first to say there's a lot of different ways for women and men to network together and separately. But I was looking specifically in my town in Franklin, which is a suburb of Nashville, and there really wasn't anything that was grabbing my attention enough to stick with it, to show up consistently and be a part of it. And it's kind of a funny story. I love to say I accidentally started this and now I'm on purpose growing this business. But um I was scrolling, oh, yeah. <laughs> I was scrolling a Facebook mom's group um, on a car trip, and there was a mom in Franklin that asked. Where did the professional women around here network? And I was like, oh, what's the answer? And so I clicked on the comments and um, a lot of people didn't know the answer. Some had a few ideas, but it really encouraged me to, in that moment, think I should just start something. And so I looked at my husband, I was like, I, I, I should just start a little thing and we'll meet at happy hour and we'll, we'll do some networking. And so I really quickly, like in that moment, created a Facebook group. I called it Franklin Women Connect. And I went and put that link right back in that group, that comment thread. And I said, ladies, I just started a group. Let's get together. Let's connect. And five minutes later, there was like 30 women in that group. And I was just like blown away. Like, what's happening? So we had our first um, gathering in January of 2020. So kind (laughs) of really awesome year <laughs> to get things going. But we had our first event for for networking and I wasn't sure how many would show up. So I had two girlfriends go with me just in case uh, we were going to have a good time regardless. And we had an amazing night. There was about 10 of us there total. And I love to look back at that picture from that first event because I'm still in contact with most of those women to this day. But we just had amazing, authentic, you know, Conversations and connections about business and life and what you're doing to grow your business and what I'm doing and how can we collaborate or cheer each other on? And so that really encouraged me to keep going. So we had another lunch that month and then we had, we had a few good months is what I like to say before, <laughs> before the pandemic really impacted us meeting in person. Um, so we took a COVID break and in the fall of 2020, 2020, actually, we started meeting back together in person outside. So I had been getting requests for what, from women wanting to know, like, when are we getting back together? Um, so kind of fast I can't really fast forward through it, it much more, but 2021 and 2022 were just huge growth years for us. We expanded to, um, we're now in 12 cities around the Tennessee, around Tennessee, and that's really been organic growth. That's been women raising their hands saying, hey, we want this in our city. How can we you know, have your events here? Um, or me knowing somebody and knowing that that city would be a great place for us to start a chapter. And then we recently expanded to Alabama and we're going to be doing the same thing there as well. And so it's grown in my eyes because of the authentic connections that happen, the real relationships that are formed. Business, you know, happens and is referred, and then great friendships are made too. And I think it's that genuine, um, just interaction in person that's been, been our strength. There's nothing like
0: yeah. that in-person, genuine connection. Like there is absolutely nothing like it. Zoom cannot right. replicate it. No digital community can fully replicate it. I'm super proud of what we've built digitally. It started in 2020, kind of in <laughs> similar you know, started by accident, now growing on purpose. I love that line, by the way. I think it's, it's such like a, a true entrepreneurial, yeah. like there's two sides of it. When I first started Stacks, I was truly trying to solve a problem that I was after. But with CEO School, it was just organic. It was just by accident, now growing on purpose. So I absolutely love that. But there's nothing that replicates that in-person feel. And I think we're just so exhausted. Like I am so, I have so much Zoom fatigue. Like I literally have so much... And I when I mean Zoom fatigue, like whatever digital platforms are, but I, I do have that online fatigue and there is just nothing that can that can be replaced for that. And you don't want it all the time. I would say the pandemic definitely taught me so much about like getting my life back in terms of not having yeah. all the commute time and and getting more time with the family and really being purposeful with those connections and not just showing up yep. for everything. But I think we almost went too far in that direction. And I think that the world is suffering mentally. Mm. Uh, Business is suffering. And, like, ideas are not happening. Collaborations aren't happening. Like, there's so many things that you just can't replicate without that, like, authentic energy. And so I do think that people are craving that back. And uh, I love that you kept going. Like, even through the pandemic, like, that is a moment, like you literally kept going through the hardest times of like, you're like, okay, now we're going to open back up in the fall and meet outside and make it happen. So I just have a huge appreciation for how you've scaled this business. And if you were able to grow it now to, you know, across all of Tennessee, now you're moving into the next state. I could see this truly being like the like the go-to network Networking event for women everywhere, and so I'm just so honored to have you here today. And uh, I want to know. I yeah, know well, it's things. funny.
1: So talking about Zoom fatigue, so we we tried yeah. Zooming some during that COVID break, and I actually kind of gave up on yeah. it because people they they weren't showing up. We'd have a few people there, and it just was they weren't yeah. interested. And even now, we have um, one Zoom a month. It's a Zoom lunch and learn where we have someone kind of teach a topic and then we network but it is not very attended compared to the hundreds of women that attend our events in person. So they, they're really craving that in-person connection. And like you said, you just can't, you you can't beat it. So I think that's so that's
0: super, super interesting that you're like, I can get hundreds of people to show up in person, physically show up, come do a thing, And I can't get, you know, a dozen to show up on Zoom with like a fantastic speaker because it's so much easier to get, because I run a digital community and, you know, it's so much easier to get people to commit to a digital event than getting somebody physically, to like, and you have so much access, right? You have like so much access because anyone can show up, but they're come, they're like, forget the speaker, forget the workshop. Like, we just want to like get together in person and probably just have a (laughs) box of wine with other like-minded women who just get it. Absolutely. What is it? So like, let's talk through, like, what are you seeing, um, on like, you know, like, how, like what are these women craving? What are women craving? Like not these women. I'm, like, yeah. I'm craving that.
1: So what is making it successful? Well, I think it's, um, I kind of, I loved a joke. We've not had any mean women show up at our events. Uh, you know, obviously that's not a perfect example of that, but for for the most part and you know it does start top down with the things we talk about the way we greet people the way we're excited for anyone and everyone to join our events but for the most part the women that show up and are part of our community are they're excited to grow they're excited to cheer each other on they're excited to learn from each other so they've got those hearts ready and willing to work together or like i say if nothing else just be excited for another woman's success but you know i think a lot of what we see happening In addition to hey, what does your business do? What does my business do? How can we work together? So in addition to that, it's let's brainstorm together. Like, what is something you're struggling with, or um, you know, how can you know we brainstorm together on something to make your business better? We actually had a pretty large coffee networking event yesterday. And there was a woman that came who was just kind of in that startup phase of her company. And she hadn't decided on a name, hadn't decided on a branding. She really didn't have anything, but she was so excited to be there in this Room full of women, and she left with having pretty much decided her company name because she sat at the table with six other women, and they bounced around a couple of different names and topics. And I'm pretty sure she landed on what's going to now be her, her her new company name. And I love that because not only are you getting potential business opportunities, but it's you know you're growing your company while you're there as well and your confidence.
0: I I love it. I've honestly been.
1: We have such a request. And I think
0: that's Lucy, what you and Mm -hmm. I were talking about is like, there's such a request at CEO school. And Lucy and I were, were chatting on how we can partner together on like bridging the physical side of it for CEO school. And the reason why I just haven't done it is one, because, um, I was running, I was running my company. (laughs) And so like this was kind of like, or like on the side. So I was running stacks. So I didn't have the capacity to do it. And one of the things last year I had decided was like, we need to have a conference. Like that is something I would like to do is host a conference and just bring everyone together and just start small, but get the first one going so that we can have a signature event that people can come to. And I could, it is so much yeah. work. <laughs> it's like literally like, it was like planning my wedding all over again. I was like, this is way too stressful. And it's so much work to bring the, like to do it and do it mm-hmm. Right. And so I kind of got, you know, I got cold feet. Like I literally had wedding cold feet on this. Like, like, come to my wedding.
1: Hey, I also need you to buy a ticket. You can't just come for free. Yes.
0: You can just come for free. Exactly. And, and then like, how how do you price? Like there's so much strategy that goes into doing it. And um, like our goal wasn't to like make a ton of money on the event, but just doing an event, right? requires like, you know, large venues and the production of it all. And then of course, like our brand aesthetic, like the things that I wanted were definitely like, at, like the, I didn't want to have like a starter, you know, conference. I wanted something high that end. was going to be um, high end and just beautiful. And I just felt like the timing last year just wasn't it. And so um this year we are putting all the work now into, um, you know, doing all of our research. Like last year was like on a whim to be like, Hey, we're just going to go about it. And then I actually actually met um, another amazing, like an event planner, but strategic planner for events. And that's like what she does is throw women's conferences. And um, there's like so much strategy around, like, don't just pick. I was like, Oh, we'll just do Orlando because that's where I live. No, where's yeah. our audience, <laughs> right? Like it's just, it's the, and I apply all this to business, but I don't know why from an event standpoint, just haven't put in the work. And so the first thing that we did was take a look at where our where is our audience actually located? Um, and so we found, okay, most of our audience is, is California, uh, Florida and New York. And so kind of like those three areas. So it makes sense for us to kind of pick an area where we already have a very strong uh, community yeah. present okay. in that area. Um, and so, or we could pick something like Dallas where we can have people come from uh, both sides of, you know, of the country. And it's like an easy two hour flight, but, What I'm trying to say is there is a business approach and a business strategy to throwing a conference and throwing these live events. And I love how you've organically grown it. Um, I'm excited for all the things up ahead. I think there's going to be a lot you're going to see from uh, Lucy and Snera coming, hopefully two forces together. But I would love for to get into some of like the hardships and the tech because it was it wasn't it's not easy. So definitely a lot of work. But there, it, once it's going to happen, it becomes like your signature thing. It becomes a signature event, and I do believe that anyone who's running, we have a lot of women that have different styles of businesses. But for, for women, community that the community is important, and we naturally also cultivate communities. And so, bringing those communities together, whether it's a customer conference, whether it's a user conference, whether it's an advisor, like whether it's like a uh, appreciation event, whether it's bringing your vendors together. I do think that there are ways for you as a CEO, uh, to drive this in-person connectivity to your brand, to your products and services. So what advice do you have for women who are listening now to the show today saying, Hey, I've never thought about, you know, I've wanted to do it, but how do I get started? So if you could give us the, you know, the, the Lucy playbook, uh, on how you take it from 10 to now hundreds of women showing up to the events, we would love a mini course, uh, you know, on, on running and workshopping oh, a lot.
1: Well, i say lots of guts. <laughs> no, it's, yeah. um, it's funny. Cause we like, I, so let me preface all of this that I am not an event planner. Okay. Yeah. So I, <laughs> yes. I do like simple birthday parties for my kids and I throw it together last minute. Like I am not this like, um, event planner extraordinaire there are so many amazing ones out there but i will say as far as the live event goes my conference we've done now this will be our third year i've not hired a, a an event planner i've really taken that on so i've learned a lot um but you know month in and month out with what we do at tennessee women connect and alabama women connect is smaller simple events so like from that perspective you know we're not doing some grand event in you know 12 cities with 24 events a month you know we're just having my chapter leader show up with name tags and a smile and ready to facilitate awesome connections so we really try to keep that focused on the people and the connections made which i love that enables us to have more and not really overthink it and just keep it really simple um but in 2021 we were really picking up momentum with we were in Franklin, Brentwood in Nashville. So all just, you know, smaller suburbs, if you will, of Nashville. And um, we had so much momentum with women coming to events and asking for more and wanting more and just wanting to be at so many things. And a trusted um, business friend of mine who um, actually speaks and, you know, coaches people on speaking. She said, Lucy, you I know you've said that you want to do a big learning event, but you can do this now. Like you don't have to wait till next year. You've got the people, you've got the momentum you can do it. And I mean, I'm a really fast decision maker and I was just like, okay, yeah, you're right. And so (laughs) that started the process and hindsight, really looking at that, that was a really bold, big decision. And I think that that's one thing I would say for someone thinking about if this could be something they could do. Um, If you feel that you can, or even if there's a glimmer of that in you, you can do it. Um, it's going to be a lot of work, but I would say just dig in and go for it. Um, but I would say, you know, we started thinking through where to have an event and what kind of vibe we wanted. And I didn't really want a hotel vibe for my conference. I wanted something different. And we visited one place, decided on that one place right away. And that is now where we because you're such a fast yes. decision maker, I love that. So now you. we are there at this same place. This is now our third year in a row. I've not changed it because it works. Um, it's a beautiful space. We've got nothing but amazing feedback. Um, the food is outstanding. So that is just the cherry on top. But you know, making that decision quickly on the place and the date. Um, and it was, it was a big financial risk for me, even personally, too, because my company at that point was not, we didn't have our membership in place. There was really not any profits at that point. Um, and so I, was, I wrote a big check personally to deposit on our conference. And everything paid up into the time when people were buying tickets was, you know, me just personally investing. And um, I'm proud that I was able to do that. And I did that um, because it really has set us up for future success. Um, And that first event, you know, we it was, um, you know, again, I I didn't really know what I was doing, but we put together (laughs) several amazing speakers. We created a marketplace too, where we had um, I think we had about 20 women that, you know, chose to purchase space to showcase their products and services. And we still have that in place to this day. That was um, a really amazing extra just really focusing on our women and our community and showing them off um at that first event we um we launched our membership and we announced five new cities to go into so i would say if you're going to have a conference And you don't want to it's not all about you it's about the learning and the experience there you do need to have something that is that is for you that is kind of your kickoff for what's next for your company um you know we didn't make a whole lot of money on that conference per se but our membership got started and that's been you know where our profit has been coming from since then so um that was a really neat learning experience on you know all the things that went right there's a few little things that went wrong. I have a really funny story about some chairs that showed up that I did not order. Um, <laughs> that was that was the fun. So yeah. many little things that always go wrong, right? It's like, it is. There's so
0: much. That is. This is super inspiring, by the way. I feel so inspired and I can feel all my women listening right now. I mean, they're super inspired too. I think that we all really crave... I think there's so much... Like Whether you want to throw an right. event or not, I think, Lucy, your ability to just say... I make decisions fast, I think is super the right approach. Like we have to trust our gut as women. That's like the number one thing that I... That's the advice that I give everyone. We don't trust our gut. We don't trust our instinct. And you have to also be willing to take a risk. If you want to be successful, my husband always says, scared money never makes money. Okay, so scared money never makes money. You have to be willing to take the risk and to bet on yourself, to bet on something, to go for it. And I think that that's exactly what your story shows in saying, "I'm going to go for it." My favorite part of it all is in the beginning. You said that you actually aren't an event right. planner. So like, it's not something that you were like, "Hey, I throw pretty parties." Mm-hmm. I love that you have this appreciation to say, "I just want to get the women together, even if it's just name name tags and like a chapter president or like the per- person or chapter leader that's like running the area to go drive those connections." So you're so true to your why. And I'll tell you exactly where I get hung up. And I want people to know where I get hung up because I could tell you so many women listening also get hung up in this. It's our perfectionism, yeah. right? What stopped me from doing the conference? Oh, we have an audience. We know it's going to be successful. If I throw it out there to say, we're going to do a conference. Here's where it's going to be at. You know, yeah, people will show up. So as much as we think, you know, I think the first, I think that, oh, no one's going to show up to the party. I think that's like yeah. a natural fear that you also have, like it goes back to like your child, everything goes back to like your inner child. So one, I'm like, no one's going to show up to the party. No, I'm, I'm, I'm smart enough of a business person to say, no, people will show up to the party. But two, I think where, you know, we as women get hung up is that perfectionism. And I'm like trying to overcreate this like massive experience when I could just go for it and say, I just want to invite the women because what's, what's more important? Is it really the grammable Um, installations and like, you know, all the other, you know, the details are fun, but the important why, my why, what is my why? My why is to bring, you know, to drive women, to inspire them to build amazing businesses and to help them scale their businesses and to foster connections and to drive collaboration and to create success and to create wealth and to create impact, right? That is my why for CEO school. And I forget that because I'm so into all the other things. And I think what you did so eloquently and so perfectly, Lucy, is you said, I just want to get the women together. And whether it was 10 women that showed up, you were so happy that 10 women showed up. And I think it's such a beautiful reminder to me and to all of us listening that we just simple is okay getting it started is okay and remembering our why focusing on that and focusing on your people versus everything else and then the rest will come and so i'm super inspired and i know the women listening are inspired to get there whatever that thing that they want to go
1: for is to take that bet and to say I'm going to go for it. Definitely. And, you know, it's funny because yesterday, so this is a great conversation today because yesterday I was, I spent the afternoon at the venue where we, at the Loveless Cafe Barn where we'll be here for our third year in a row, um, you know, picking all those details. And so, you know, picking the linens and deciding on the colors and the stage and the photo wall and, you know, thinking of some ways that we can still keep it people centric, but provide some extra little extras. And so- I think each year we've been able to, you know, again, not from an event planner grand standpoint in a way, but, but stepping up a notch every single year, um, from decor to feel, um, but fun fact, we have not changed the food menu any year. Like, in fact, we didn't even look at it yesterday. We just (laughs) keep it the same as last year and like everyone loves the food. So why change it? So just keep it simple. I love that too. Such
0: another great piece. Don't fix what's not broken. So much. So we're like always looking to optimize everything. Like if something works, it's a playbook. Like we teach playbooks all the time inside of CEO school. That is something that part of like, I super emphasize on is what, if, if it works, just stick with it. I'm such a loyalist when it comes to, um, you know, I like ease, like when it comes to my vendors, when it comes to my people, like, just when it comes to whatever decision, you can get it off your plate if it works. Stick with it. I love that you're like, my venue is the same for the last three years. Our food is like the same for the last three years. You don't need to make decisions on that. And I think it's such a great, great reminder on that. Hey, everyone. It's Sanira here. CO School is brought to you by the HubSpot Podcast Network, the audio destination for business professionals. We are part of a family of shows designed to help professionals listen, learn, and grow by providing access to the world's leading B2B podcast like Techish, hosted by Abadesi and Michael, a podcast by two millennials talking about all things tech, pop culture, and life. I recently enjoyed listening to Michael and Abadesi dive into Frenemies Cloning Your Tech Product. Is joining a startup even worth it? Sunday Times, 35 Richest Under 35, and they even talked about the end of secession. It was quite the enjoyable episode. So listen to Techish wherever you get your podcast. Hi, I'm so glad you're here and enjoying the CEO School podcast. If you're tuning in, chances are that you are an entrepreneur looking for accessible knowledge, resources, and guidance to help you scale to your next level. Well, look no more. Here's the thing. Entrepreneurship is a lonely road and quality mentorship is especially scarce especially as a female founder. That's why I'm so excited to share The CEO Collective with you, the number one platform for entrepreneurs who want to scale by The CEO School. No matter what stage you're at, we meet you there and have the exact tools and resources that you need to finally reach your next level. Learn exactly how we can support you and your business
1: at the slash collective. So I want I wanna praise you for a second because I yeah. am like- over the moon, I've hardly been sleeping so excited that you'll be our keynote speaker. And so, like ever since, I mean, it's been months and months and months. I've been, you know, talking with my publicist about like who we're gonna have. And I was like, let's do you know her? I love Senira. I love every podcast she produces and watch everything you do. And um she was like, Yeah, let's make it happen. So it's again fast decision making, and um, you're gonna just be such a a light, but also such a powerhouse of information for all of our women, like the things that you talk about, the scaling, the strategy, the um, just the routes for success to me are exactly what our women are craving, even if, you know, whether they own their own business or not it all, to me, is applicable. So it's, it's going to be a great day.
0: <laughs> I'm super excited. And your publicist yeah. made it happen. And I will say, and I will say, I love that. I think that so far, so often we think like, well, this person would never, like we, we, like I, like we fantasize or like we create all of these things in our head, these stories in our head on, you know, we don't even put our name like in the, you know, in the race, like, before, like or in the game but if, like, we don't even play, right? Like, we're just like, oh yeah, we're not going to win. So we're not going to even try. And what's so funny is that like everyone everyone is pretty accessible. Like you think that like everyone's one degree away from someone and whether it's for a conference that you're throwing or whether it's for a connection that you need for business, Mm -hmm. a collaboration that you need for your business. Like if you are looking to connect with someone, there Mm -hmm. is a way to connect with them. And so don't think for a second that you that can't happen. And that's exactly how Lucy and I did connect. Like her publicist had reached out. I caught the email. And uh, you know, I just it said Nashville and I love Nashville. I actually did my I'm like the cliche 30th birthday girls <laughs> trip, Nashville um oh, yeah. weekend <laughs> was super fun. And so I saw Nashville and I was like, Oh, that'd be such a fun weekend uh to go do. And I was like, Yeah, tell me more about the conference and the conversation got started and then I would say that when I chatted with Lucy, I was so inspired by exactly this. Like I was like, "You got to, you've got to come out. This is like amazing what you're doing." Because I meet so many people so focused on the digital side of women connecting, and I do fundamentally believe in this in-person side of it like so hard. And I was like, "Oh my god, I've got to go check this out." And I think that there's just so much that we can do. And so I just love meeting you, <laughs> and that's how this is happening. So. On my like kind of final, you know, topic on this, because I do think it's important that networking take place. One of my greatest pieces of advice that I've ever been given by a female mentor, like by my one of my first mentors, she gave me this advice almost you know, 12 years ago when I started my career. And she said, "Senera, we can collect a lot of things in our, like in business and, you know, in life. But the thing that you know, don't forget is to collect and really cultivate Mm -hmm. relationships and, you know, in the world that's, you know, in business and that's changing and all the things you never know when you're going to need something. And you want to be ready to have the best Rolodex of people around you that love and support you. And that not that, you know, that not that you ask anything of, but that if you ever did, like you have an army around you to, to do anything that you needed. And those are like, you need to go cultivate these relationships. And so don't forget to always put relationship first and just don't be transactional in your journey. So that advice, literally when I started off in my startup in 2012 at this point, um, Oh my God has been, it stuck with me. And I am so proud of like I'm so glad that I got that advice and I'm so proud that I actually put that as like one of my priorities, every single, you know, everywhere I go try to meet different people, try to ensure that I'm like not just doing business with someone or I connect with someone like meaningfully connect with people actually genuinely get to know that outside of justice, like what do we need from each other world? And people ask now like how, you know, you know, I've had so much success And it's not my success. It's literally I've had the right person every place that I've needed it. And you collect these relationships over time. And I think it's one of the most, like the best advice that I was given. If I were to say, what's the one piece of advice? Like that's the piece of advice. And I want to pass that to every woman everywhere. And I think that's why the boys club is so successful. Men... Although they don't, you know, like, you know, they, their, their relationships are in a different way. They cultivate a lot of great relationships and they're, they're pretty like loyal to their relationships Mm -hmm. and, um, you know, not as, you know, transactional or I hate to use the word caddy is not the right word, but they're just, you know, they do cultivate these relationships even without knowing it. And that's where the boys club comes from, right? They have these, you know, their, their networks from work and from college and from, um, you know, all different aspects of their life. And I do think that that is what is going to help all of us women cultivate. We need that for for us as women, too. And so I think that women that get it and that are part of these communities, they totally get it. And I think that some women, um, you know, you know, it, it becomes that transactional. It's like, oh, what am I going to get from it? What do I really need from it? Um, you don't need anything. I think half of it is just also just getting to know, uh, like, these amazing women, these amazing people, because it does make your army yes. stronger. And so I just love that advice. I want to bring that back. And the question that I want to ask you, for this is somebody who does this and facilitates this for a living. What are some tips and pointers that you have for women who, you know, don't know how to network? Like sometimes networking can be really, really scary. And like, you know, what advice do you have? Like, how do I show up to things? How do I
1: cultivate these relationships? Would love your advice on how to actually go build yes, a network. I love that question. So I would say I'm an extrovert, but... I can imagine walking into a big room of people that I don't know and that being intimidating even for an extrovert. And so what I think about a lot of times is when women are coming to our events um, or just really going anywhere, even if it's to another group's um, networking events, is I first want to tell them to just show up and be you. So work on being your authentic self. And that could mean you need to take a deep breath and think about um the things about you that make you special before you go in the room. Um, what is your business offer that sets you apart from others, but also showing up ready to serve? And so that's something that I talk about a lot is, you know, it it cannot be this transactional all about me, not giving the other person a time to talk like it's it's got to be building that relationship, that trust that's then going to set you up for success with potential business you know opportunities together or knowing that maybe that's not the person you're going to do business with. But, you know, three friends down the road, you know, or down the line, you know, may need need something that you offer. But um, so showing up as yourself authentically, um, showing up to serve and really just, um, you know, being open-minded. But, you know, I I can't stress enough being yourself. And that's just so important. The follow-up's important. Um, I'm trying to think what else. I like the follow-up we really love to talk about, um, like, we'll get messages like, what – you know, what do I have to wear? Or like, how to, um, am I welcome? I do this. And like, what I really love to say is we want you to just be you. We come as you are. Is that workout clothes? Is that a suit? Is that, you know, jeans and a blazer, like however you are that you're most comfortable, we want you to be there. And I think that that is going to set up women, especially women, um, for success in being themselves and feeling comfortable, um, but we also like we have ladies that come to like every single event that we have. <laughs> They are the regulars and we really ask them to make sure you're a connector. So um, I love to say I'm a connector. I really feel like that is something I love to do is connect people but encouraging them to do that and be that for each other, finding someone that's new and you know being the first to welcome them or you know, hey, you've got to meet Sally because Sally, I think would be a good connection for you and I think the more we can foster that and encourage that um, in our in our circles and our communities, the more everyone is successful and again, fills that comfortableness in, in building those relationships. And you were talking about the boys club. We just need to have the women's club. And that just is a new thing. (laughs) Agreed. 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 I
0: fully support that. Uh, Let's talk about, you know, as we're closing this, up. this is super inspiring. I fully agree with all of it. Being your authentic Mm. self, whether you're showing up online or offline is super, super important. And I love the buddy system. Like, I'm actually, I'm an introverted extrovert. So like, I actually, I love, I get my energy from people. I could totally go do it, but then I need like, I need to like crawl up in a ball, like all weekend. I need to be in my pajamas. Like that's, and I need to like store my energy to give it out. And so um, as like for being a CEO for 10 years, I was around like every every event, every conference, all the speaking, all the podcasts, even in my own office where we be like 400 people and everybody needs something. You got a minute, you got a minute, you got a minute. And, like, Monday through Friday, my brain is, like, just, like, for everyone. Like, I'm always and you've giving, got children, you know, <laughs> and so. <laughs> and then they need you. <laughs> oh, my God. And then every, everybody always needs me. Everybody <laughs> always needs me. And so, like, on the weekends, like, the only way, like, I, like, I literally just needed pajama mm-hmm. days. Like, I didn't want to make any plans. I didn't want to, like, I didn't want to go anywhere. Oh, I wanted everything in my house. Like, I found. Like, even, like, the nail person that comes to my house and, like, a blowout person. Like, anything I need. Like, I just literally wanted to be, like, no makeup, in my pajamas, curled up, read a book, maybe watch some, like, you know, garbage food TV network show. Like, just needed my home time and to be alone, like, not have conversations with, like, the (laughs) outside world in order for me to recharge. And so I finally feel like I'm out of that element of it and like now I'm like okay I'm so bored at home like with CEO school and CEO school so great I get to have so much extroverted stuff but like my team's remote all of that's like you know we have a remote team so I'm like not in the office every day and I'm like showing up like everyone wears like workout clothes like and it's cool We, we could do that and I'm like I just like like need to go like I need to go to a physical space so I actually just got us like a uh, a co-working space like I'm I just go into like the office because I'm like I just still need to get ready at least two to three days yes. out of the week to go somewhere and like to see people so and good. interact and so I'm I need that balance yeah. I need that balance <laughs> um okay so we're closing out I would love for let's invite all the women yes. to come to the conference in Nashville I want to see everyone the entire CO's community CO school community is invited to the Tennessee Women Connect uh, it is going to be in Nashville. Lucy, give okay. us all the details. I'll be linking the the tickets in the show notes. I'll be like, I'm sure that we'll have some sort of code yeah. that we'll plug in specifically for CO School so you guys can get the tickets. And I'll be there. I'll be keynoting. And then I'll be also hosting some VIP stuff uh, with Lucy. So I'm just going to be hanging out in Nashville. <laughs> so come hang out with me and let's listen to some amazing music and meet the best people. Like literally... Like Nashville has the best humans. I could see why you said there's no one yeah. that ever shows up to your stuff. Well, because you're in yeah. Tennessee, and so like that's amazing. So tell us yeah. about the conference and
1: how we can how we can come and so, all the details. Well, so um, we are kind of in a way rebranding it a little bit, and it is Women Connect Live okay. this year, and so. Women, women connect, connect live. live, so we're now in multiple states, and so Tennessee Women Connect yes. Live doesn't work. So it is Women Connect Live, and we will have women from all over joining us. But it's at this beautiful barn called the Lovelace Cafe Barn, and um, food's delicious. But we're going to fill the whole barn. Um, Sanira is our amazing keynote, so you know we're she's gonna just really bring it to us with all things scaling and processes and growing amazing businesses. But you know, some other topics we're gonna to talk about are burnout. So we have um, another speaker that's gonna be talking about that. And I think that's so relevant in um, today's time. I need to make sure I pay attention to, <laughs> to that um, topic. We've got a couple of really neat panel um, sessions as well. So success stories is one that we've had now. This will be our third year in a row. And that's going to be um, one woman from each of our major four cities. So I'm really excited about that one. Um, um, and then we also are going to have another panel on um, really mental health for the entrepreneur. So um, we've got several ladies that will either have personal experiences. We also have a doctor on that panel as well. Um, and more announcements coming soon on other speakers. But it's um, it's going to be a power pack day of just women that are, um, you know, full of knowledge, things that we all, all want to soak in and put to work in our business. But on top of all of that is really a full day of connecting. So we're going to open the doors at nine. Um, our marketplace is going to be open. We're going to have coffee and famous loveless biscuits. That's also going to be a great time for connecting um, You know, with everyone that's there before we kickstart the day. And um, we do have a special VIP lunch option as an upgrade. And so that's in a special building on the campus as well. But it's going to be an amazing full day. It's September 28th. I hadn't said that date yet. September Yes, I was going to ask. And um, for anyone traveling in, we will have some room blocks at various hotels set up. So come check out the Nashville area. Um, enjoy the conference and then stay for the weekend. It's it's an amazing city and September is beautiful here. It's going
0: to be amazing. I cannot wait to be there. I love Nashville. I love also look at the scalability of your conference you had multi-different cities. Now you're bringing all the women together. I can't wait to do the most epic things I with you, that. Lucy. You are so inspiring. And I just, your energy is real and you are a real entrepreneur. Like I, that's, this is like, these are the thing, the conversations that I love to have. And, yeah. um, you're doing it and you're doing it for women everywhere. And we're huge fans at CEO school. And I am so excited to welcome our audience. Come, come meet me live. Um, at the event, I cannot wait. Everything's going to be in the show notes. I can't wait to see you for Women Live Connect on September 28th in Nashville. And Lucy uh, will also, what is the best place to reach, um, you on Instagram and other places? Yes. Yeah, well? So,
1: our, we have like 17 Instagram pages. That's also part of, uh, <laughs> A little chaos on our end, but women connect live is our Instagram page specifically for this event. So that would be the one I would say, check out first is women connect live. Um, But specifically for Tennessee, it's TN women connect. And then Alabama is AL. I'm going to pause you right there. I'm going to pause you, Carlos.
0: If you can come back when I ask her the question, let's just give Lucy own it and just give the the main handle that you want so that people are like, okay, okay. she knows exactly where,
1: where we're going. Lucy, where can, where can the women find you and connect with you online? Instagram, women connect live is our handle and that's all things conference. I'll be linking everything in the show notes. Lucy,
0: thank you so much for being on CEO school. I'm so excited to be there and I will see all of you in Nashville. Take care, ladies. Bye. Hi, I'm so glad you're here and enjoying the CO School podcast. If you're tuning in, chances are that you're a female entrepreneur looking for accessible knowledge, resources, and guidance. Well, look no more. Here's the thing. Entrepreneurship is a lonely road and quality mentorship is scarce, especially as a woman. Access to knowledge from other female founders is hard to come by. And when coaching my mentees, I keep finding that they're sitting on gold mines and simply lack a little bit of guidance for scale. That's why I had to interrupt today's show and share the CEO Collective with you. CEO Collective is the number one platform for female founders who want to scale beyond the million-dollar mark. No matter what stage you're at, we meet you there and give you the exact tools and resources you need to finally reach your next level. Through mentorship, accountability, community, and education, we've helped thousands of female founders break the millions of revenue and beyond. Between masterclasses led by me and experts, fireside chats with stellar celebrity founders, access to subject matter experts to bust through your blockers, event pack calendars, and more, the value of being inside of the room is quite frankly priceless. Learn exactly how we can support you and your business at thecoschool.co slash collective. Thank you for tuning into today's show. If you loved it, leave us a review. We are so proud to bring you authentic conversations, game changer expert guests, and valuable content on and offline. The best compliment you can give us is by screenshotting today's show and tagging us on Instagram at CEO School and at Sanira Madani. We are obsessed with swag, so don't be surprised if we want to send you some. Thanks for tuning into class today. And remember, nothing bad happens when women make more money.